What's up, Let's world? Go. What do you do when <laughs> devastation invades? If you know the truth, it'll make you free. How do you move on? And whom the sun sets free, day, your life is free indeed. 24 hours, everything has drastically changed. As difficult as it may be, we must if evaluate what is lost and what is lost. Trapped in the bondage of what you used to Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's Pastor Free, and listen, I'm mega excited that you're locked in to another Free Indeed Friday. Please be sure to share with your friends and your family. Get them logged onto the podcast, and all y'all gonna fool around and get a blessing. Listen, there's a word designed for you that very well might set you free. Listen, I ain't no comedian, but I show is funny. Listen, I got some more jokes for you. I love these Bible quiz uh, jokes or, or questions, whatever you want to call them. Here it is. What is the best way to get to paradise? Turn right and go straight. <laughs> Which servant of Jehovah was the most flagrant lawbreaker in the Bible? Moses, because he broke all Ten Commandments at once. Your Bible. If you don't, stuff ain't funny. Here it is. Where is the first tennis match mentioned in the Bible? When Joseph served in Pharaoh's court. <laughs> On Free Indeed Fridays, I try to expose you to some dope music that maybe you've never heard before. In the words of Eric Bellinger, this gonna be your favorite song. <laughs> Facebook 
I got joy in my spirit, you don't understand. You can trip on the phone if you want to. Cause I know who I am and I know what he did. You can't take that away, what you gonna do? <laughs> Couldn't bring me down on an escalator. Yahweh, we pray, he's my elevator. And he is creator. Every day's a good day, cause he owns everything and there's no one greater. Yeah, that's the mindset of the redeemed. Blood shed for your soul from a slain king. Guaranteed there is freedom in a revelation. You will never thirst again like you boost. Saying, when the trials of life get complex, just take a deep breath and check your context. Uh, it's all good in the hood, cause the Lord reigns. It's a good day forever that I never change. Hey, yo, that was the first lady, Kayla Freeman. And if you want to hear more of her dope music, it can be found on all digital music outlets as well as the Free Indeed Ministries website. Her latest project was called Lyrics in My Notebook. It was an EP. Go check that out real quick. This right here is just something I call free on Facebook. Humor me for a minute. So let's jump right into the tub before the water turns cold. Today I want to look at a Facebook post from August 28th, 2017. I wrote, be slow to become angry, especially at how people may handle you when they don't know what you're dealing with. The devil thrives in confusion and offenses. I know sensitivity compounds upon injury, but work to forgive and be patient. It is only a test. Hashtag don't fail. Don't Honestly, fail. I can't recall where I was or the type of headspace that I was in that particular day. Not sure if I was just thinking of being creative or wanting to inspire, or it's possible that somebody had pushed your boy to the limit. Because, you know, people be trying, Pastor Free. You know, I belong to God from the top of my head from to the, the soles of my feet. But every now and then, the just like everybody else, I get angry. I try to live according to the scriptures and be slow to slow. anger. But the truth of the matter is we live in a world where things happen and you get in your feelings. Somebody cuts in front of you in traffic and almost causes a major collision. You loan money to somebody because they promised they're going to pay you back on the 1st. And now it's the 7th, the 8th, the 15th, and they ain't even answering your text messages. You find out that you told a friend something in confidence and now everybody in the circle is aware of your personal business. You turn on the television and 45 is at it again. I'm saying there are things in this life that will make us angry. My little cousin Webster defines anger as a strong feeling of displeasure and usually of antagonism. 
Anger is a natural human emotion and we can't help how we feel, but we can manage those feelings so that they don't manifest as actions. Let's be honest, all of us have had those moments where a particular thing or a particular person had us all up in our feelings, boiling over, and it caused us to behave in a way that was uncharacteristic to who we really are. Anger is a powerful thing. Anger can cause you to say what you didn't really plan to say. Maybe you meant it. Maybe it really was in your heart, but you didn't really want it to come out the way it came out. Anger can cause you to become destructive, to destroy your personal property, to destroy relationships, and some ways even to be self-destructive. However, I've made the personal decision and declaration that nobody deserves the ability to manipulate my destiny, alter my future, change my moods, knock me off my square, ruin my day, or take my freedom. So I've decided can't nothing and nobody kill my vibe. That's what I want to talk about today. Can't no thing and nobody kill my vibe. The contemporary urban prophet Kendrick Lamar had a song a couple of years back where he said, female dog, don't kill my vibe. I'm not going that far with it, but what I am saying is I believe as believers, we should not give anyone the opportunity, the control, the manipulation, the ability to kill our vibes. The first reason is simple, because people don't deserve that much power. I wish I would let somebody who didn't birth me, who doesn't pay me, and in many instances don't even like me have the authority to manipulate my moods. Now, I know I hear you thinking, Pastor Free, you don't know. The people that are in my life can really, really run me hot. Disobedient children, overbearing parents, messy choir members, and a jealous boyfriend. Lazy co-workers, followers who simply won't follow, and don't get me started on a fiancé that likes to flirt all the time. Still, none of those situations should you give enough power to cause you to come unglued. In most instances, issues can be fixed by simple communication, and those who refuse to make adjustments to keep from angering you probably don't deserve you. But yo, Pastor Free, what about my enemies? They're not even included in my life, but they continue to work their way into my space and piss me off. I hear you, but think about it. If your enemies are trying to upset you, then don't you think you're letting them win by giving them enough power and say so in your life to make you angry to the point that it affects the way you act and behave? Nope, not this one. I wish I would. I'm not going to let them see me sweat. I won't let them see me ball my fist, crinkle my forehead fat, none of that. I refuse to allow my enemies the satisfaction of even thinking they're getting under my skin. They just don't deserve that much power. Let me move on. Ultimately, it's It's the the enemy enemy trying to distract and derail you. Let me press pause, then rewind. Play it one more time. Listen, ultimately, it's the enemy trying to distract and derail you. Don't get caught sleeping, family. Satan is a master deceiver, the father of lies. He specializes in perverting the truth, and you've got to always remember we wrestle not against flesh and blood, which means whenever someone makes me angry, I really need to pause for the call, step back, and determine what is the enemy. 
enemy trying to get me to do in this particular moment. It's not the person who's talking crazy to me. It's not the situation that seems to be so unfair. It's the enemy who can't stand it when I'm focused, can't stand it when I'm favored, can't stand it when I'm flourishing. So he tries to find little subtle, sneaky, shady ways to get me distracted from my destination. Be clear. The word of God says, be angry, but do not sin. That's, That's this uh, acknowledgement that anger is a natural human response. But then you have a responsibility to control your anger, to harness it into something that is uh, productive. But Satan knows that if he can get you angry beyond strategy, angry beyond control, angry beyond thinking through the consequences of your actions, then you'll behave in a way that causes there to be lasting consequences for a moment of frustration and anger. So be aware. Allow the enemy to know that, yes, I'm going to respond in certain ways emotionally, but that doesn't mean I'm going to fly off the handle and tear some stuff up in the physical. (laughs) Simply put, nothing and nobody is going to push my buttons. This leads me right nicely into my third thought, and that's that anger may cause me to do what I can't undo. I want you to hear me real good. Anger may cause you to do what you can't undo. Let's be honest. When most of us get angry, we see red. We lose complete touch with reality and are not aware of the consequences of our actions. So we move, we act in the heat of the moment. And then when we calm down, when cooler heads prevail, we realize that we cannot undo the damage that has now been done. The glass we broke when we were angry is now still broken when we've calmed down. Getting sloppy drunk in our anger has now manifest as a migraine headache and a hangover the morning after. Calling her out of her name and telling her that you don't need her has now just simply turned into a lifetime of wondering if she was the one. In the movie, Coach Carter, Timo Cruz, the Hispanic three-point shooter, got upset at practice one day and decides to walk off the court and quit the team. If you've ever seen the movie, you saw the drama unfold. His life starts falling apart. He witnesses danger and violence in the streets, only to get to the point where he comes back to Coach Carter, begging for his spot on the team. Uh, He had to go through a series of workouts to kind of prove himself serious to be back on the team and then he's allowed to play with the team again but sometimes life is simply not that way you get angry you react you respond you quit but sometimes the coach carters of life are not so willing to allow you back into the fold sometimes the mistakes that you made when you were in a rage you cannot undo those mistakes sometimes you've got to live with the consequences for the rest of your life be very careful of decisions you make when you're angry because you simply cannot undo everything that is done. Even the words spoken in anger may be forgiven, but will never be forgotten. Years later, you'll remember that day when your wife said, my daddy told me not to marry you. Some of us are grown and gone, but you still reflect on that dreadful day when your mom got so angry, she said, you'll never amount to anything. These moments motivated by madness leave life lasting scars. And now you must deal with the aftermath of an earthquake of emotions. Do yourself a favor. Breathe 
leave, count to 10, walk away, put on your favorite song, spend some time trying to get back to your happy place before you say something that you can't unsay or do something that you can't undo. Yeah, you get it by now. Let me give you one more nugget and we're going to keep this train chugging along. In the grand scheme of things, this might be the most important. How I handle my anger may affect my witness. How I or you handle your anger may affect your witness. Here's a truth that none of us can escape. No matter who you are or how hard you try to disguise yourself, if you are a follower of Christ, at some point you will be observed. Jesus made it very clear in Matthew chapter 5 when he said, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. My God, sometimes I wish I could be just a little small bunk town that was easily disguised. But no, the followers of Christ are this magnanimous city that's placed out on a hill for the whole world to see. So the world, and yes, even the church, are always watching, hopefully finding intel or some reason to hold the believers in Jesus Christ accountable for their actions. This means that even though I'm a human being I have feelings and emotions and at times life causes me to become angry I cannot afford to act out because there's always somebody watching grading the paper of my life to see will I pass the test of my anger you see they can get angry and curse like a sailor but if I do it I'll hear that condemning statement and you call yourself a preacher the people at your job are ready to go to blows at the drop of a dime but if they catch you in the parking lot trying to square up they gonna say hold on i thought you were a church girl what you doing out here acting like this my point is your anger might have an audience and the way you handle it may be the difference between somebody seeing christ in you or choosing not to follow because of a faulty example i know i know you're hotter than fish grease so you want to sound off on facebook put a post up full of so much shade that you could literally provide coverage and comfort at the Jones family reunion. You understand what I'm saying, but be careful. There are people who are watching, wondering why the son or the daughter of a king would stoop to the level of peasants. <laughs> All right, maybe that was a little shady right there. But the point still remains. We live in a society that encourages the clap back, but those same people who encourage you to clap back will judge and condemn you for acting out in anger. So I encourage you, don't blow up, grow up. Don't act out, search deep within. Don't go left, do right. Remember your heavenly father sees everything that people have done to you. And he said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, I will repay. I've simply learned that he can fix my haters far better than I can anyway. He sees, he knows, he cares, he understands, and he has a plan to work it out on my behalf. So uh, I ain't let nobody and nothing push my buttons. I understand the way of the world. I've seen folk cut up and act a plump donkey on Jerry Springer and whatnot, but that'll never be me. I've got a heavenly father that expects so much more from me. He demands that I be patient, in self-control, disciplined, faithful to his word, wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, and as much as it depends on me, living peaceably with all men. 
so folks can curse me, lie on me, try to manipulate and deceive me, talk about me behind my back and try to destroy my reputation, not pay me back my money and even repay my good with evil deeds. It won't be easy, but my plan is to get down on my knees, tell God all about my problems, put my face in his book and not on Facebook, and trust that he has a plan to cause it to all work out for my good. And if that's the truth, I mean, like, if I really, really, really believe it, why be angry anyway? I've decided I'm not a remote control, so I ain't let nobody and nothing kill my vibe yeah people a dope tune to change your whole day and that's what i'm trying to do let me play this for you real quick my name's tykel and i want to tell you my god works miracles That was Miracle Worker off of the pilot Guilty by Disassociation soundtrack featuring Tykel Hill, them Freeman boys, and Nia Shepard. What's up, world? Lend me your ear for just a few seconds, and let me say a quick word about forgiveness. forgiveness. One of my favorite Bible stories surrounds a young man named Joseph, who was born to his father, Jacob, in an old age. Because of this, his father just loved him from the bottom of his heart, even more than his other brothers. And this causes his brothers to be kind of jealous, a little salty, you know, they started hating on him. So much so that they thought about killing him, but end up selling him into slavery. They sell him into slavery, and he ends up 
up in Egypt after a series of events where he is thrown in jail. Uh, he ends up being promoted in Egypt. Don't you know that sometimes God uses the hatred of our enemies to push us to our destiny? Years pass. He's separated from his family. He's lost valuable years with his father, and he's had to go through some hardships to get to the place of blessing in Egypt. But one day, just as he dreamed, his brothers are brought into his presence and have to bow down to him as one who lords over them. It's amazing because in the midst of a famine, his brothers literally have to come to him seeking food to eat. After his father Jacob dies, the brothers are concerned that after how they've treated him, he'll mistreat them and maybe even take their lives. But in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, Joseph looks his brothers in their eyes and essentially says, I, I forgive, forgive you. Listen, the evil that you did to me, that you thought would destroy my destiny, God took it, he flipped it, and he used it for my good. Listen, I've learned that in this life, you've got to forgive, forgive for three reasons. First of all, we must forgive because forgive. we've been forgiven. Forgiving. Family, I wake up every morning fully aware that I've broken God's heart time and time again. I've fallen short. I've made terrible mistakes. I've caused him to be ashamed of me. Yet and still, he loves me. Lamentation says it's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. So how can I harbor resentment and hold grudges against others when I have been so freely forgiven? forgiven. Secondly, I forgive to free myself. Most of the time, the people we're holding grudges with and being mad at are sleeping good at night and we're losing sleep, hair going gray, hypertension, high blood pressure, all that good stuff. I need to forgive so that I can have joy. I can have peace and I can move on with my own life. Finally, I forgive, forgive because revenge is not even my problem. That's God's work. He said, vengeance is mine and I will repay. I've learned that the Lord can deal with my haters and my enemies far better than I can anyway. Well, God be with you. <laughs> now nah, I'm just playing. Anyway, I'm about to sign up out of this thing. Remember, whom the sun says free is free indeed. Till next time, live life abundantly. Aha. Listen, friends, if you've been blessed by this podcast, you need to make your way over to our website, www.freetheletterindeedministries.com. On our site, you can find everything from movies to live recordings and studio records. Uh, also, my first book, God Wants Me. You can follow us on all social media outlets. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our handle is at free, the letter N, D-M-I-N. Please believe we got some amazing things in store and you don't want to miss one moment of it. So go ahead and follow us. Like do it like right now. Like go check it out. Like 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 right now. Right now.